Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Slifka. Today we got a great episode with Daniel Perry, but before we get started with that, I wanted to inform everybody that we still have the fantasy uh, kayak fishing going on. Uh, Dale Hollow has passed. Unfortunately, I was not able to make it, but you know things happen. Personal things happen. Um, but yeah, but make sure everybody gets signed up for the fantasy fishing on the kayak side on the paddle and fin network. Uh, let's bring in Dan here. How you doing, man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. All right, Dan. So we got and, and first. I had sinus surgery like a week and a half. Well, yeah, a week and a half ago. So if I'm sniffling and sound stopped up and a little high pitched, that's that's what's going on. So, oh, that's no problem, man. Yeah. There's plenty of episodes that you listen back where I'm just sniffling all the time. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I'm 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 finally this weekend I'm gonna go fishing, but uh yeah, it's you know any kind of surgery yeah, we, sucks. So yeah, but we can't escape the, the weather out here. It was snowing. Yeah, dog. Yeah, y'all crazy, man. I I'd be going like I love to visit the north and I got family from Chicago and all up I'm like my dad grew up most of his life in Minnesota as a as a kid and uh yeah, up till he was sixteen and Bro, I, I could not I couldn't handle that life shoveling snow and like I not to get into a story but I was uh, I went TDY whenever I was in the Air Force up to Maine and it snowed in June and I was like 
I am never going to live in the north. Y'all are crazy. Yeah, man. Um, I'm getting a little bit of echo from my voice, Dan. No, I, I don't hear it. Sounds good to me. All right, good. But I, everybody from the north just turned off. F, F this guy. He hates the north. Uh, uh, no, I love the north. It's just, hey, I, I couldn't do it. I, I actually want to move to Florida. If I from Alabama, if I could move my wife down there, I dude, I'd be going tomorrow because I work from home. It it's easy for me. Yeah, same here. <laughs> she she won't do it. Too much family and all that around here. Yeah. Um. So, so we got the conversation started where you said you were liking the podcast and you wanted to join. Um. I normally always start our guest off first with, "What does the mindset mean to you when it comes to fishing?" You know. I, I think, I mean, I came from Saltwater Fish College from Montebello, number one, right now. Go Falcons. They've been f- number one like the last two years. But I went back and fished college with the GI Bill out of a boat. And I mean, I, I've been serious tournament bass fishing for 12 years now. Before that, was Saltwater and military. Um, and kind of my, it's it's evolved. And keep, my mindset keeps evolving. And the last, I would say the last year and I've seen the most success I've ever had out of a kayak in the last year, like this year I've won, I fished three tournaments. I won two of them. Um, and not that, I mean, it's knock on wood. That's a great streak. That's not going to continue, especially whenever I, the national stuff starts rolling out here this year. Um, you know, it's, it's evolving. It's constantly evolving. And right now I'm, I'm at that place where you hear people say, like Ike and Ellie here, fish the moment. And that's kind of that's kind of what I've done. One tournament, it kind of bit me. I just chose a place that I had some history, but I, I think my mind's, I wasn't totally there in that one. But I've kind of gotten to the point where it really doesn't matter to me where I fish my lake. Like, I'm just going to go out, fish exactly what's going on. If, if I can get in that mindset of I am fishing this spot, right now what's the best bait and whenever it doesn't work i move on like i'm i'm go i'm ghost i'm gone i'm not sitting on a spot if something didn't working out in 15 minutes at most i am out like i even if there's fish air they're not biting it doesn't matter keep going yeah like uh you know if conditions change i might try to hit it later in the day or if i'm coming back to that ramp or whatever it is and and that plays but really it's just i really I've kind of almost halved my tackle this year. I really sized down everything I have. Got my, my kayak lighter. I'm faster. I'm more efficient. And I'm fishing absolutely in the moment. And wh- I, I think whenever you have that mindset of fishing the moment and being as efficient as possible, that's that's where I found, that's whenever I'm most successful. Whenever I'm kind of tuned in and I'm, I'm not just zoned out, uh, you know, just casting and not thinking but whenever i've got my brain switched on and i'm actually thinking about what's happening i'm 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 trying to figure them out like if something if i think if you for me if i lose at all any confidence or if i lose any kind of if i'm just my brain turns off and i'm just fishing you know thinking about life or you know if i zone out like I, I try to focus on exactly what I'm doing. I try to visualize a fish biting, trying to s- just stay tuned in to exactly what I'm doing. And the more I can do that, the more cast, the more efficient, the more thinking I can do. 
the better I do. That equals success for me. So that's my mindset. And and that's hard to do. I mean, it's, yeah. it's hard to stay in that zone and it's hard. And I'm sure some people watch Randy block it. Like he said, he said that before, like visual visualizing. And I mean, that, that, those things are really key components to being successful, at least for me, I, I think for almost every angler, it's, it's very seldom like, I'm going, I've, I got a great spot and I'm going to sit on it and I'm just going to sit here all day and catch fish. And that happens, but not very often. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what was I going to say? Is you did win those two tournaments uh, earlier. No, not that, not that earlier. But, and then you also placed fifth in one of them. Yeah. Well, that was. So. I mean, it's it wasn't my fault, but somebody yeah. uh, the day it was really like a two for a tournament. Yeah. Saturday was Tennessee Valley Cack Anglers on Gunnersville, and Sunday was Rattle Trap. <clears throat> the Rattle Trap, lip, you had to throw a Bill Lewis one of their baits. I fished the same spot, and I knew day one I kind of eased up a little. And I was still lucky enough to win. I kind of laid off of them a little because I was worried about. It was almost like day two, so I was kind of protecting my fish. And day two, I get out there and somebody is like literally a hundred yards in front of me and we're pedaling at the same time, going to the same spot. And it's a far away, very difficult to reach. Boats can't, you have to have like a mud boat to get there. Very difficult spot to access. And, uh, you know, it's special for a couple of months a year. Um, and then it, it turns off. It's, it's just not, or it's, or it becomes almost inaccessible. Like it would take so much effort to get there. It, it wouldn't be worth the fish that are there. split fish day two he ended up doing well but i didn't uh had he got like a spot in front of me so he he got a check i didn't so we had split fish and that's that's the reason i didn't mm-hmm. sam cox won that one my buddy and he blew it away so i would not have won day two he really got on him but second place was definitely possible if i would have had it to myself so it could have been first second first <laughs> this year but it was yeah it's still yeah, a great it, start it, though oh yeah it is yeah great. Yeah, I got I got checked day one, man. I'm I'm happy. Day two was a lot more money though, so <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's nothing we could do about that. You know, that's why why it's fishing. Yeah, you know, and it, it's a great start in a, in a sport where you lose a lot more than you win. Oh yeah, you know. Sure. <laughs> um, but when you're practicing for tournaments or when you're when you're going through map studies or anything, what's kind of what what do you do to kind of prepare so that way when come tournament day you know what to do and you're not kind of oh you know you're not uh, what's the word I'm looking for like freaking out on <laughs> tournament day yeah. yeah um I think a lot of it is just man I you know I'm one of these people I'm so ate up with it I'm, I'm very fortunate I work from home I work on my computer you know it's uh, gain a bunch of weight you're sitting yeah. you know <laughs> sitting behind a computer all day I still haven't figured that one out uh or haven't overcome yeah you know, to, to get back to you know in shape but uh man I'm every I'm just one of those guys who's totally completely obsessed completely ate up with fishing like I don't Dude, I, I watch baseball, I watch the Sox, and I watch the Saints because we used to live in New Orleans too. And we have the double A team here 
the White Sox double-A team here. If you see my hat, that's why I've said it before. <laughs> Nobody knows, why is this guy in the South a Sox fan? Well, that's why. And family from Chicago, like I said. But, dude, I live it, man. I, I would rather watch fishing. I'll watch Bassmaster. I'll watch every YouTube video. I'll wa- I, I absolutely research stuff down to the most minute detail of everything. I, I just, I've got, I've got a, the way my mind is, I have to be, I have to have something to focus on or I kind of spin out of control. I need, you know, I work, I have family. Those things are great. But at the same time, I need a second thing to put my mind on. I, oh, I have to be researching. I have to feel like I'm becoming better at something. I have to be, feel like I'm, you know, it's like a deep rooted yeah. obsession of who I, the kind of personality mm-hmm. I have. And I just apply that to fishing. I love. I like love. You can't it. shut it off. Pretty much, you can't no. shut your mind off. Yeah, and just kind of relax. If I'm not studying, yeah. if I'm not studying fishing, I'm studying something else. I'm like yeah. we went to Disney last month, and I had to obsessive know everything about Disney. I have, I have <laughs> spreadsheets and Word documents of exactly this genie plus strategy of how we're going to hit every ride the whole time there. This is, this is just how I'm wired. So whether it's details about baits, colors, techniques, seasonal patterns, uh, the lake itself, just familiarizing myself with every single inch of that lake possible, man, that's, I am 24 seven fishing, man. (laughs) I don't turn it off. That's why I got on the podcast originally. It's like, well, I'm either sitting at the house thinking about fishing or I could talk to somebody about fishing and maybe get some, you know, originally it was just because I wanted to get better, like selfishly, like I, you know, the real down been doing it for years. It took a little break and then, but I'm back on there now because I just love to talk fishing. I love to talk kayak yeah. fishing and, and just getting that knowledge from people at uh man, I have learned so many things from being on that show that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I really enjoy it. And it gives the anglers a chance to shine. That's, that's the other great part, but selfishly, <laughs> I've learned so much listening to these guys over and yeah. over. Like I can tell, I can tell you, like you know, this, like who's good at wet bait and yeah, stuff like that. Like I'm number two in fancy right now because I know not only do I help do the fancy show with Brian, but like I know who should play on what week and you know stuff like that. So yeah, I know you're high up there. I think yeah. I'm ninth, but. There you go. I've probably dropped since then. Yeah, you can stay, <laughs> stay on top of it. That's a tough yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's so many tournaments, man. Like, there's a tournament every weekend that you could be possibly be in yeah. as far as fantasy points go. But, yeah. But, I, but I'm, yeah, I'm totally, I, I mean, dude, I own a bunch of paper maps. <laughs> like, yeah. that's how hardcore I am. Like, I'm, I will buy paper maps. If, if, if it's a national tournament, I promise you, I got a paper map. I promise you, I got the Hummerbird Lake Master. I paid the $10 for the Lake Master chart of that lake. I promise you, <laughs> I've been on net on uh, every YouTube video, everything the internet I can get from it. Google Earth, the ever loving hell out of it, of every single time when, you know, because you can go back and look at yep. different times. So, like, I've went around the lake in every single time. I have marked everything possible. I have. No one is doing more research than me. I'll say that. Does it always pay off? Absolutely not. But it's it's just what I'm going to do, you know. No, if, well, if, it's, if, it's, if, if it's I don't do that, operate. 
Yeah. If I don't do that, I, I feel like I'm, I'm leaving. I'm not fully prepared or I'm leaving something on the table. So I'm, yeah. yeah. Everything that can be researched has been researched on my part. I promise. Yeah. I mean, well, that's how you operate. And that, you know, that's one of the things like your mindset is you have to do that or you're not going to feel like you have a chance of winning the event versus someone else who might start researching a week before the tournament and feel they have a chance to win. You know, yeah. we're all kind of wired differently. And and, but... and that's whenever I say like fish in the moment, like let's say I'm going to your follow, you know, I'm fishing Hobie at the, and in a couple of weeks, if whenever I go there, I'm going to know every single inch of the lake because let's say it rains a lot and more mid lake up river gets blown out. I need to, you know, and it's totally mud. Then I'm going to go down south and I'm going to know what's down there without looking at a map saying, I, I, it's not like I'm going to know everything down there, but I will have a bunch of waypoints already marked, even if it's area I'm not going to fish. Things that I think are interesting for the seasonal pattern that's going on. So that way I can pivot, pivot to uh, at that time, you know, just, okay, I, I need to go to a bottom of the lake because it's, it's the only decent water on the lake. So I'll go from north to south and, and have a game plan already in my head. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Uh, one thing that you mentioned was paper maps. And personally, you might not have to do a mindset, but I always ask a couple questions that don't. How does paper mats differ from like a map that you could get off a of Navionics or something like that? Really, a lot of it is structure and roadbeds. Like you can find some things, uh, you know, that I think just whenever, like let's say the Garmin people go out there and they, they do the, because they own Navionics, right? And they go out and do the mapping with the guy in the truck. Uh, not in the truck, but you know, they pull that thing behind the sonar deal behind them. Yeah. Uh, I've seen them on Pickwick do it before. I don't know if they still kind of pull it or whatever, but, uh, like they might that year, let's say the water was too low and they weren't able to get back real shallow. Well, you know, it could just be fine and having that Creek channel or having a certain drain going back into, man, I'm really stopped up right now, but, uh, <laughs> you're good. Like, Going back into a creek and a creek drain, creek drain or creek channel that is on an old paper map that isn't on a new one, or maybe there used to be a roadbed there where in the paper map they know it's there, but whenever they went over it, it's silted in, so they didn't pick it up on the on the thail on the, the you know the radar boat, my sonar boat. But the roadbed's still there, it's always been there, or it could be way off. Like I've seen it where on the graph, it'll be, you know, a hundred yards off of actually where that roadbed's at. So just save some time on the water. And, you know, you do this for long enough. A lot of times you're going to be going back to the same thing. So it's kind of like to the same lake. So it's kind of like you're building up a, a library of paper maps. It's, it's, and it's also kind of like a time. It doesn't seem like it would be this way, but it's kind of like a time capsule of a different time because lakes do change. I mean, not, dramatically but they they yeah. do change there is there are changes so uh yeah now yeah. They, they usually I, I would say it's like t let's say 25 percent of the time a paper map is actually useful so they're usually not but i got i got the paper map so yeah i don't know it's i mean well i heard ike still uses paper maps too you know, a lot of those older guys still use the paper maps versus the younger guys coming in. What are you in saying? To... Come on now. No, I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying the Elite Series guys. Yeah. 
now it's I, I don't I don't know how much I actually get off of it, but it just do you do you feel it's more of a the the younger generation like the college guys and the guys that are coming up that like first year elite series guys do you feel like they're just more in tune with their electronics versus versus the guys who who kind of have been doing it uh, with paper maps and having to figure out before electronics was even thought of how to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if they do, yeah, I, the people who do it the best are the people who are, who have an open mindset. If you're closed yeah. off to anything, whether it's electronics, paper maps, you know, if, if there's some part of your game where you're like, oh, I don't really, you know, that's not my deal. I don't really need to learn that. No, yeah. you're, you done lost. Like, yeah. like you need to have, whether it's techniques or anything, you, you can't, it's, it's not like you have to have, you have to bring everything with you. Every time you go out on the water, that's not what I'm saying where you need to have all the gear, but you need to be open. You need to be always learning. If, if you want to be at, you know, if you want to be at, not that I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I am because I'm, I'm good. I, but I'm not a road warrior. I'm not Christine Cody. Guillermo, you know, all those people at the very top of their game. I got a house and a kid. Like, you know, I'm not out on the road yeah. all the time. If if I were younger and I could chase it like that, yeah, I, I, I feel like I would be up there, you know, at the, you know, I, I would have, I would, I would be very good, but that's, that's just not in the cards for me right now. So, uh, but yeah, I, I still, I take it as seriously as I can from this level that I can be with 20 days vacation. But uh, yeah, I, I, there's nothing I'm not going to do or technique or there's nothing I'm leaving on the table. Like I said before, yeah. I'm, I'm giving it, I'm giving it hell, man. Every, every Avenue I can, I'm going to learn it and do it and, and try it or whatever else. Yeah, for sure. Okay. What else am I going to yeah, do? Yeah. Like, what, what am I, yeah. mow, the, mow the yard? Like, what am I supposed to do here? I, I fished. That's what I'm into. I'm 100%. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's the same thing here. Like, I try to I just give it everything and make it to as many terms as I possibly can, yeah. you know, um, you know, just like you do probably, you know, and study like hell. That's right. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, all the, all the hard work is where you get the wins at, whether it's a local win or a national win. Yeah, I'll, I'll say like. <laughs> There's a lot of people who have, you know, they're getting time on the water that I just absolutely can't do as a family man. But nobody has beaten me in preparation. Yeah. I guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no way somebody is spending more time preparing, you know, in any possible way than than, than I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. not losing on that side of it, I promise. Yeah. Do you feel on the water... Uh... Time on the water is more important than preparation, or yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because especially going from tournament to tournament, I mean, if like all these guys, men and women, they're going from Santee to, uh, you know, they just went to Caddo, and now they're going to be going to Ufala. I don't know if there's another one in between there, but yeah, I mean, they're they're on, you know, you're talking like lakes that are almost on on the same what long. Longitude, longitude. Yeah, I, I think it I, is. I think it's longitude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, say if you look at Santee and Caddo, and then you follow, you know, that's three lakes in a row that they're they're just following the spawn, or 
you know, somewhere between pre and, and post between a month and five weeks or four yeah. or five weeks. Yeah. So those people are absolutely dialed. So yeah, time on the water is, is everything. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, yeah, you're right. Cause well, I was talking to Drew about this two episodes back now. Yes. Yeah, good episode, by the way. Yeah, he was saying that he's he more focuses because he's you know now he has two kids. Yeah, he's in my he's in my seat now. Yeah, where uh, <laughs> he's spending more time map studies and everything, and he only has about two two to two and a half days to actually pre fish whatever lake they're on. Yeah, he's uh, he was saying kind of like you're saying where he spends most of his time just preparing for the event and then hoping that his uh, his strategies work out. Well, I I, I, feel, I I think it depends on your game too. Yeah, because I'm more, I am not the absolute creek but creek guy. I mean, I'm shallow water to deep. I'm I'm versatile. I can. I live in Alabama. You have to be able to do it all. But yeah, you know, you can cut off for. I, I'm not trying to put words in Drew's mouth here. You can cut off ninety percent of the lake already with Drew. I mean, so he has, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really he's, you know, so for him, map study is everything because he's finding those, the special spots. So I could see in his game that map study being even more, not more important, but yeah, like he has to, that's, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was also saying uh, where, like, like you said, with the time on the water where, he said, if you're a person who can't really travel much and all you can do is travel for tournaments, find places near your house that kind of replicate those lakes and kind of learn learn from there. You know, learn techniques or learn how to get down deep or find fish deeper and, and stuff like that. He was saying kind of refresh your skills on local lakes instead of waiting to the weekend of the tournament to try to make it happen. That's great, That's, great, uh, you know, great advice, sir. Well, I mean, yeah, like you, you, you know, if you're going to go yeah. fish, you follow a grassy, you know, let's say not really moving water, unless you're maybe, you know, way, way up river, uh, you know, brush piles, things like that. Yeah, then I should be going to a lake and and practicing those techniques if if I want to be ready for that event for sure. Or if or if I or if there's a hole in my game, if and I know us tournaments coming up where brush piles could play like they did last year in the bass event and uh, also past bass mastery elite series events on you follow because uh, obviously i'm already doing my research yeah. but the uh yeah if you don't know how to fish brush piles you best go find a lake by your house and go knock around some brush piles you know yeah yeah that's what he, that's what he was kind of saying like if you could find areas that replicate things to definitely go uh figure it out you know type of deal but uh we're about 25 minutes into this already it's kind of went by quick i know you're on your lunch break so um is there anything else that you wanted to add or any sponsors or anything that you want to plug uh yeah i would just say you know if there's a question anybody has for me uh you know on here or on the real down i'm always happy to help you more and welcome to message me um you know, just if if you're new to this, because there's always a lot more people that are new than than yeah. are you know like more tournament level anglers. Uh, you know, just I I think the advice I give to everybody who's getting into it is just 
you know, find, learn one technique at a time and just master that technique. And then boom, you got it. You put it on the shelf. That's technique you got. You know, it's like having a book, bunch of books. You got that one. Move on to the next technique, whatever it is for that time of the year for what's going on. You don't have to go out there and have everything. I mean, look at Drew. He carries just a few rods and he's absolutely one of the best anglers to ever sit in a kayak. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Do that. He, was, he, he was saying he only he started in 2019 as far as tournament fishing. Yeah. He only well, did like three events that year. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he, he ran river bassing yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like, yeah, dude seeing a couple of kayaks <laughs> and, you know, he's caught a few fish in his day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but his, yeah, his career, making that career shift, that, that was very cool. Uh, but sponsors, yeah, just you know, I got a few Yak Gadget. They make awesome products. If you know, if you need products for your kayak, especially a crate, great crates. Uh, Biano Power batteries. I've had them for years. Zero issues. No issues at all. And it's hard. That's like the hardest thing. You're saying the one battery to another. What makes a difference? Biano's been it for a long time. Great battery company. Very happy with them. Uh, good people. Uh, they do a lot of commercial stuff too. So they they're, they don't really pump their Kind They're lithium batteries. Yeah, but the people mm-hmm. I have are very happy with them. Uh, who else? I got a couple of other people. Uh, Summerland Outdoors down in Columbus, Georgia. That's my shop. They're if especially if you need a rod, if you're looking, they ship anywhere. If you need an old town Hobie Jackson, they'll ship it to you anywhere in the country. But really, if you're looking for a rod that you can't find on Tackle Warehouse or somewhere else, call or go on Summerland Outdoors. S U M M E R L A N D Summerland. If you can, if I'm saying it crazy. Summerland Outdoors, they have like all the rods. They start off as just a rod seller. Uh, that's it. That's enough people. Man, KFL team, follow the Kusa Kingfishers. What and about uh, X-Zone Lures back there? Oh, yeah. X- yeah I, I got them behind me. It already, it, yeah. dude, I, just posted, yeah. I just posted something yesterday. Yeah, X-Zone. Uh, yeah great plastics. If you need plastics, yeah. check them out. But, uh, yeah, Kusa I King tried Fishers, a few last year. They're yeah, good. They're good. Uh, yeah, and you can feel them whenever you touch them. Like they, mm-hmm. they're they feel a little bit thicker, kind of like a Yamamoto. Like yep. they, uh, they don't put any cheap fillers. They don't feel like real light. Like they, you know, they're really dense, good no filler plastics. Yeah. And uh, Daniel Perry fishing, I got it down below, but YouTube, yeah. Mm-hmm. My page, I, I put out a lot. I think I, I feel like I put out some juice on my YouTube page. I don't have many followers, but it takes a long time to, to, to do same, that. Same here. Yeah, I've been doing that every week for a couple of months now, so it's it's starting to you know I'm getting more and more people, but it's a uh, yeah slow growth. I don't have a I don't have a GoPro, like that's my problem. Like I've spent so much money, I pretty much bought, replaced all my rods and reels this year. Spent so much money doing it that my fishing bank account's very low. That uh yeah, I just I don't have money to have any tournament footage <laughs> right now. To be honest, like I you know I paid for the Hobie, I paid for housing. You know, even with winning some tournaments, it's still, you know, it's, it's stuff. I try to stay on a budget. You know, I'm a family guy, so. Yeah. Well, I know with me, I do a lot of my stuff off my phone. And then I bought a cheap, um, not really cheap, but I got a deal on a GoPro Hero 4. <laughs> that I well, do a lot of my stuff off of. But, hey, it works. That And that's, <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I need to do. Right now, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at changing kayak. So, uh. 
because I've never had a motor because we've never allowed them in Alabama, but now I'm fishing more stuff that does allow them. And I think next year my trail is going to. So I'm like, I need to get a new kayak where I can put a motor on. I literally, literally have a brand new kayak I've used twice, but now I'm thinking about getting another kayak just so I can put a motor on it. So <laughs> that's how we all think. More money. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we all think though. <laughs> I love my kayak. I mean, my big, my, I have a, uh, Old Town Big Water. That's a great kayak out of Predator last year before that. You know, no problems. Very fast. Yeah. Great boat, but, uh, you know, I can't put a motor on there. So, got to have one where I got to put a motor on there. So, you know, and I don't, you know, autopilots are awesome, but I don't just want a motor kayak. I don't have room for a third because I have a Diablo for creek fishing and me and the kid go out and we have fun with the diablo amigo that's great i'm never getting rid of that and then i have the big water but i can't just have a third autopilot i need one that could both motor and pedals yeah guess i'm going to be one of them hobie people <laughs> i've been doing all the research so it looks like i'm going to be getting a hobie here for too long is it outback or 360 360 dude i'm too yeah. i'm too big for outback yeah I have a big water though, so it's it's it. That's not like a, you know. I'm, I mean, I'm 250. It's not like I'm super weight, but yeah, yeah. I, I, the big water's like uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 it's. I would say it's stable enough, but I get all the speed. So that's that's a good part about the big water because nobody's nobody's out pedaling me. <laughs> big water. You might be you might beat me with a motor, but you're not going to beat me pedaling because I'm. I ran cross country in high school and Air Force ran all that time. I'm pretty hardcore about pedaling. You ain't going to catch me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's quick. <laughs> so, but I mean, it, you know, it's like you can't engineer everything into a kayak. If it's fast, it can't carry quite as much or, you know, doesn't paddle. Like mine still paddles really well. And I, I really, I don't want a kayak that I can't paddle. So. <laughs> Yeah, I Sorry. Getting, getting into a whole no. kayak conversation, but looking at new. Oh, kayaks, that's fine. It's fine. In my shop, they sell <laughs> Jackson Hobie and Old Town, so I could have any any of the three brands I want. Oh, nice. I mean, they yeah, don't why give not? it to me. But no, yeah, well, yeah, no shop really just gives it to you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. I'll let you get back. I don't want you to be late on your break, man. Yeah, appreciate, it, man. So, uh, thanks for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Be good. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. 
your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.